Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's like a TV nice. show. You ever see a TV show? It's like Married at First Sight. You're like, what yeah. the fuck? Got Aspie on it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did I tell you that? No. Yeah, I got a message from Married at First Sight UK. <laughs> what? Yeah. I was in a relationship with you, though, so I was like, oh, I better turn it down. Hey, now. Hey, <laughs> now. Hi guys, you're very welcome to episode 13 of the Teas and Teas Apply podcast. My name is Chelsea. And my name is Ty. And this podcast is specifically for Sheldon Cooper because we are having fun with flags. Hey. That's right. We're looking at red flags particularly. The things in a relationship or during dates that make you go, warning, warning, you need to leave. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. We've done this intro about five different times uh, and I've done something different every single time just to catch her <laughs> off guard. But first, right before we kick things off with the list of red flags that we all have here for you, we are going to hand you over to some interviews that took place a couple of weeks ago where we caught up with a few of you guys and asked your opinions on what your red flags were. So yeah, let's hand it over to you and see what your red flags are. Let's go. What red flags do you have? Smoking. Smoking, so she smoked. Anything else? Drugs. <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> How about yourself? Have you got any red flags? Red flags. Oh, is there not planned? Not planned, I have <laughs> yeah. Um, lack of communication. Nice. Do you know when they say, like, nothing all the time? Do you know, they kind of just disappear. Them kind of things. Ghosting, like? Yeah. Not ghosting as such, like, do you know when they just have weird conversations? I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> as in, like, your dragon conversation? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. nothing. Like, There's yeah. no point to the conversation. Yes, and no then you'd ask a question and they'd be like, oh no. Do you know that kind of way? That's fair. My red flag, dishonesty. You have to have your own space. So like a big red flag for me would be someone who just can't be left alone. So you can't have your own time, your own space, your own your own ability to listen to that noise. <laughs> you notice I don't even blink anymore with that noise going on. Not- Car voice. <laughs> <laughs> 
What, what's he driving? What's he driving? Is it something nice? Just a golf. Just a golf. <laughs> oh, hold on. Tell us about this golf. Just a golf, she says. It's the mean machine, the red rooster. Here's the question. So if she said the golf was a, a red flag, what's your red flags? Girls aren't into fucking cars. <laughs> Oh, psycho bitches. <laughs> <laughs> if they're psycho, run. How oh, about yourself? What, have you got a red flag? Suppose if they're always on the phone when you're with them and when you're at home, they won't be talk to you on the phone. Ooh, so you're like, if they're always Secret. on the phone and like you're right there, you're like, yeah, who are you messaging? Yeah, they're sitting there on their phone the entire time you're there. Then when you're not with them, they won't ever respond to you. They're, oh, I wasn't on my phone. <laughs> what yeah. a, what that else? is a good one, secretive. Yeah, Lounger. secretive, yeah. sneaky out. Girls that don't let you do anything, don't let you spend your own money, don't let you... Controlling Yeah, things. basically, yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. We've yeah. not really had that yet, actually, I'm surprised. Um, I don't know, being happy, like... Being what? Cr- cringy, like... Cringy? Oh, is yeah. it like mushy yeah. stuff? Yeah. Yeah. If her laugh is crazy. <laughs> crazy laugh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if she kind of heckles, like, I suppose if she's like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that'll kind of get me, and that'll give me the ick as well. Or the eyes, man. Oh, you crazy eyes. The eyes. <laughs> so, we had so many different opinions on red flags there, Tyke. But, and some of them actually are in my list. But what okay. I'm going to do with mine is, I have a list of red flags that I found on the interweb. And I'm going to fly through them, and I'm going to ask you your opinion on them. And whether you think these are class as a red flag or not. Is one of those red flags when someone calls the internet the interweb. <laughs> that should be right there. Or is, I'm going to put that more as a naked. Warning, <laughs> warning. Get, get out, out now. now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. Let's hear your list. I'm intrigued. That's why you want, like, what, my opinion? My. I'm going to ask you your opinion on the red flags on whether you think each one is a red flag or not. Okay. Bear in mind, these are not my red flags. These are red flags that I found. Okay. And I'm just going to give, what, the male opinion? I'm asking for a male's perspective. Okay. Right. I'll try and be open, honest, and fair. That's good. Lies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go. Right. So the first one I have for you is, and I'm telling you now, this is a red flag. (laughs) This is a fucking red flag, right? When they tell you stories, and they're constant stories, of just crazy exes. So if they've if they, like if they've not got one positive thing to say about an ex, and it's every single ex Massive they've had, red flag. That yeah. has to be. A if red you're flag. on a date with someone, like I think it's important, and probably maybe not on the first date, but maybe the second or third date, asking them about past relationships, and if they've said only negative things, yes, that's like oh, so if we were to date and it ended, you would only say negative things about. But me. not even that. I think that. And this, why I think that is definitely a red flag is because what does that say about you if you have had now I know what, there are, you are so many crazy? Pr- well no <laughs> but like that you've only by the sounds of it you've only ever been in bad relationships now I know there's people out there that have genuinely just been in bad relationships mm. but then I'm like what does that really say about you that you have had only I feel Negative. like you have to ha- you have to take like a certain percentage of responsibility from those relationships you can't it can't all be their fault to an extent yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there it has can't to, it's be. a two there way street to, I think yeah. there's this yeah there's a certain element of if if they only ever talk about crazy exes and yes. you're kind of going 
where where are you as part of this? Yeah, you have like, to fit into this a, equation here somewhere, some, pal. Like, you can't have been the angel the entire time. Yeah. It's very rare that someone is absolutely flawless and all this stuff happens to them. So if you can't recognise your role to play, or even if you can't recognise the good elements of a relationship, yeah, like, calling a spade a spade, I've had one or two bad breakups in the past, but I can still recognise the good that was in that person. And yes. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily talk negatively about them mm-hmm. sure the relationship might have ended perfectly that's the way I look at it I'm there like is still positive you, to be taken there might from be it. relationships that have mi- that obviously might have ended bad and some really really bad like I one of my relationships ended really really bad but he wasn't always a bad person like I obviously was with him for yeah. a reason we had really good memories together whereas I'm like yes that one ended bad but I've also had really good relationships and I think you're entitled to have at least one bad breakup provided yes. You have then been able to say, but actually, I've been with these other people, and they've been really good to me. Exactly. I mean, that's yeah. okay. I mean, yes. like we all have a bad relationship. Yeah, everyone has so at least one bad, really bad one. Actually, on that note, since we're talking about crazy exes, I oh think God. this is going to sound really strange, right? But men out there will understand what I mean about it, and actually, women will probably get me. Lots of guys will talk about or will have a crazy ex story. Yeah. And we can all laugh at their crazy ex story. Like something that they did to them. We all find it hilarious. Right. right? So if a guy is telling a crazy ex story, it's a funny point. Okay. If a girl is telling a crazy ex story, it is not a good story. <laughs> like, What do you mean? Uh, I don't like, know what you mean. You know, like if a guy is like, oh, she was a crazy ex. She she rang me 1300 times in one night or whatever. Right. You kind of go, that's crazy. But you kind of <laughs> laugh at it. Like if, right. a gir- if, a, if a woman is like, is telling you she has a crazy ex story. So she's had to like move counties and like, oh, yeah. You know, They're like bizarre. Yeah, crazy. it's like I need to get out of here. Crazy, <laughs> like crazy male exes is not good. Yeah, like crazy female like exes, we find some humor in it. For I some was just reason. gonna say when it comes to like a female ex, it's kind of like oh, she was like really full on, or she just wouldn't leave me alone kind of thing. She had but, like, the eyes. She when had you the think crazy of a lad, it's kind of like an episode of you. It's like hello, you, and it's like a full on <laughs> stalker that you have to move com- completely different countries. <laughs> so you oh. would class that as a red flag. Yeah, that's a red flag. Right. Okay. okay, so the next one I have for you is, and I think again, when I say it's a red flag, I would, I wouldn't class it as a red flag, red flag, but I'm kind of concerned. It's going to be one that some people might not consider as a red flag. Just I feel worry. like, yeah, wouldn't class it as a red flag because some people are these kind of people, right? But someone who has literally no friends, so does not have. Now, hear me yeah. out, right? Yeah. I get so I know from. why this probably wouldn't be a class as a red flag. But then again, I would start to question being like, why don't you have that circle of friends around you? Like, I would be kind of concerned and being like, are you this much of a loner? Yeah, it's a tough one because you do have introverts who like their own space. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm kind of 50-50 here. Yeah, and and some people quite like that because an introvert could attract another introvert and they go, actually, I really like the fact that we both like our own space and all this stuff. So I don't necessarily think it's a red flag. To an extent, though. Well, here's the bigger question. Which one is worse? Having someone who doesn't have a lot of immediate friends or doesn't have anyone very close like that or someone who has some, but all I do is talk shit about them. That's actually very true. So I would rather be a case of they either have one or two very close friends, yeah. but they're very good with them, yeah. rather than having six or seven, but all I do is moan and complain That's about very them. true. I'd that have I have that. to I have to hands up and say that, that that is very true. I would be like that's what I was saying. I would have had 
a very close-knit friend. Before I came to social media, I would have had, and I still do, uh, two really close friends before. Now, obviously, I've gained a lot more friends through social media, but before I went on social media, I would have had just a very small circle because mm. I'm very much of, yes, it's great to have loads of friends, but realistically, are they going to be your best friends? Yeah. For like the rest of your life kind of thing. Like, whereas I'm like, I do kind of get concerned when I see people swapping and changing friends ever so oh often. My God, I'm like, yeah. there's something wrong here, lads. <laughs> yeah. And don't get me wrong. I think it's important. Like, you know, sometimes that new people come into your life. Yeah, they of could course. Be your, they could be your best friend. Yeah, yeah. But I think like, you know, you have to look at patterns. And if someone is chopping patterns, and changing. That's what I was thinking of. Someone patterns. is chopping and changing yes. friends constantly. And they're like, well if their best friends or people that they claim are best friends have only ever been maximum in their life one year at a yeah. time and then it's a new best friend new, new best, best friend, friend again kind of go they were kind of like not much consistency here yeah yeah okay I was, I was intrigued about that one mm-hmm. next one is again I feel like maybe it's not a red flag but then I'm like could be a red flag a lack of emotional intimacy. Should I just get up and leave? So because it's me. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's a personal attack. I like. don't know. Like um, again, I, this could be fifty-fifty. I come a lot from of the man perspective of this, going like we we. I think a lot of men find it hard to show emotions. Like you know, when we feel bottled up and. We, we don't know what to do with our emotions. We just would rather get an axe and go out and chop down a tree. Like, that's how we get our emotions out. Right, and I get that. <laughs> but then, where my point of view comes into it, especially when it comes to men, I get it. Like, they find it very hard don't, to, like, and I don't I don't think stuff. that's healthy, the uh, way that no, we do it's it. No, it's not. But you get what I mean. Like I completely understand what you mean. Whereas I'm like, if you are in a long-term relationship, the whole, I, like, the whole point of being in a long-term relationship and being with that person that you really care about and you love and stuff like that, I'm like you should be able to open up to that person because at the end of the day, if you can't, then there's obviously a block there somewhere that you're like, I don't feel comfortable enough to show my vulnerable side kind of thing. Yeah, but that could also be that some people have never been able to do that. Yeah, but I'd be kind of like concerned and been like, why can't this person? Now this there's not just relationships this is like could be friendships could be family members i would be like why can't this am i doing something wrong that this person feels like they can't trust me enough to show mm. that vulnerable side do you get me yeah it's but it's hard because i mean i know it sounds really weird but like when you think about tv and movie and stuff like that quite often these strong male characters that are portrayed are the strong silent types that don't yeah. talk much they bottle it up like so like society as much as they like to tell men oh you should be able to open up about your feelings and stuff like that we're also subconsciously telling them well we're telling you to open up but actually when we put it into movies that's not what women want yeah so it's hard it's a hard position it is a hard one yeah no i agree that's why i think it's probably more prevalent than we make out yeah do you know society just tells men to be that way true and it's, it's gonna have to change at some point it has to change at some point Next, please. Next one I have is, they rush you to be in a relationship way too soon. Hmm. I think that's a red flag, pal. Yeah. That's a red flag. It's funny, though, right? Because, like, you know me. I'm not someone who rushes into a relationship. It's just not my style. But at the same time, I know people that, like, you've heard of them. They're like, oh, we went on our first date. And then we just knew it. And you're just like... Flipping heck, and they've been together no, 20 years later. That's different. I'm very much, if you're seeing someone and you're like, you know, you're like, uh, like what you just said, like, oh, they just knew. That's fine. Just because you're like, you have that gut feeling, you're like, this this person's the one. 
It doesn't initially mean you go, right, we're going to be together now. I feel like you you still need that little bit, like, even if it's, yeah. like, a couple of weeks, I couple think, of months, you're kind of like... I think your gut tells you, though, as well. Like, if if you're da- if you go on a date with someone and they try and rush you into a relationship, if your gut is going, I don't want to be in a relationship, you got to go with your gut. Oh, then. you have to go with your gut. Like, that's just say it all. And yeah. if your gut says, no, actually, I'm ready to be in a relationship, then yeah. fine. But yeah, I do always think you like you don't know people that you don't. That's you're getting into a relationship with someone you hardly like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm like. I feel like it's the worst thing to do because it might feel right at the moment, and then like, oh yeah, like I know this person, the one, blah blah blah. Let's get into a relationship. A couple months on the line, like fuck, what did I? Why did I? Yeah, jump into this. I never understood people who are able to get married within two three months and be like, yeah, I think that's fucking mental. That's like a TV show. Ever seen a TV show? It's like married at first sight. You're like, what the fuck? Got asked on it. (laughs) (laughs) What? Did I tell you that? No. Yeah, I got a message from Married at First Sight UK. (laughs) What? Yeah, I was in a relationship with you though, so I was like, I better turn it down. Hey now, (laughs) hey now. But I just always like. I, I look just at, think those I look at clothes in my bonkers. wardrobe. I look at clothes in my wardrobe that I've had for three or four years, and I'm going, "What was I thinking buying that?" Like, and that's after three or four years. Sometimes you have the same thoughts for relationships. <laughs> that's very true, though. <laughs> you t- take a look at look at your life, and you go, "What was what was I doing the last three years?" That's why I'm like, if you genuinely are like, "No, I do want to like in a relationship, want to settle down, stuff like that," I think that point in your life, you're like, you need to take your time. I know there's people that kind of like you know, are like, if I don't kind of go for it now, I never will. But I'm like, if you have that mentality, then you're going in, you're going in there with your eyes fucking shut. You need to go in with relate, like into relationships with your eyes open going, this is going to work out. If I take my time, do the right steps, basically. Yeah. Get to know the person, who they now, are. I'm saying that though, we're major hypocrites because we started a podcast together after dating for two months. So, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, but no, it's different. <laughs> no, it's we not. knew we were friends. Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> we were. Fr- I Move have, on before they I start feel, cluing no. in that we're being hypocritical here. What's no, the next? I feel like I need to disclaim the people that don't know this. Me and Tig were friends before we got into a relationship, so we knew a lot about each other already. You need to start telling people that because people are going to think I'm crazy. Uh, All right. You should see her eyes. Cause the crazy eyes. <laughs> 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 right next one I have is they try to create a wedge between you and your family that is a big one I and friends as well when they try and wedge yeah. themselves and kind of go that's yeah well, so why do you have this family. person here why do you have that person here and they wedge in and they're like yeah. if they've got nothing nice to say and they're like trying to basically like push you away from everyone you else know what? that's pure isolation they're trying yeah. to manipulate you there and that's gaslighting do you know exactly that's the word I was looking for that one thing and it happened to me before, and that's why I'm like, oh my god, why do people do this? Before, obviously, when you get into a relationship, you have to take into account this: each person, the girl and the lad, have both got girl and boy friends. So I'm like, you'll have like lads that will have like a really close girlfriend and a girl that will have a really close boyfriend. And it happened to me before where I had a really really close lad friend, and I was with a lad, and he just completely like, why are you always talking to him? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And I'm like, well, hold on a second, pal. I was friends with him before you even come on mm. the scene. Uh, but like they're constantly like in the their head going the worry is there it's been he's like he's going to come and take my girl exactly and I'm just like nothing ever happened before we got together so why would something happen now that we're together kind of thing mm. like so I'm like especially when it comes to friends family it wouldn't really happen that often but I find it does happen a lot with friends that when you get into a relationship it's like that significant order always comes in and been like 
a massive wedge and when I, like and you at the end of are day, playing a wrong down game to here, their, pal. It comes down to their own insecurities. Insecurities, yeah. And like they just want basically to pull you away from them because these people are people who could take you Your away place, from them. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they look at the, those people as threats of going, her friends might not like me and then because of that they'll say to that person to break up with me and yeah. that way now I need to get them out of the picture so yes. that there's no reason she can leave me. Yes. And also if she has no one else to go to she has to stay with me. Yeah, I just think that's fucking It's pure manipulation. If you're doing it, fucking cop on. Cop on. But every like just because you're in a relationship does not mean your like significant other cannot be in a relationship with someone of the opposite sex. That just drives me insane. Drives me insane. Anyway, next one I have is the constant rolling of the eyes oh, at everything. Here we go again. <laughs> 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 the little shit just roll his eyes at me. <laughs> as soon as you said eye rolling, I was like, I'm gonna have to do this out of sarcasm. <laughs> but that again is a very common thing. Yeah. That's an, that's a red flag. Yeah, if the eyes are rolling all the way into the middle of next week, then you're like, when you fuck off. Well, that just goes to show that they're not interested in what you're saying. They don't care about what you're saying. They don't value what you're saying. And I think there's a big difference to go in whether it's a joking one or not. You know if it's a joking eye yeah. roll. But like if it's like a serious one, you're getting it all the time and you're kind of going, are you like serious? Really? Yeah. You know, or because of all the eye rolling or the tutting or whatever, and you feel like anytime you make a suggestion or you say something that brings it on, like you're walking on eggshells, that feeling is horrible. It is. Oh. Walking on eggshells is an awful, awful feeling. Next one, please. Okay, the next one is when they have zero work ethic. That is a big red flag in terms of, I just think people who have no work ethic and don't have any ambitions. Yes. They put no time into themselves mm. and therefore they probably won't put any time into your relationship. Point blank. Mic drop right there. Very blunt about that. Like the, well, It's and, the perfect answer though. And I think at times, look, let's, let's call a spade a spade here. At times, people will have their days where they don't feel like doing anything. They feel like crap, and which is completely understandable. I think that's okay to have your days like that yeah. and not be motivated those days. But if someone just has no drive or ambition in general yep. to do anything, yep. you're just like, why am I wasting my time? Why am you? I exactly? Why am I wasting my time here with someone that's, by the sounds of it, never going to be on the same level? Yeah. Of, driven effort. Yeah. Put in the effort. Yeah. Next one is, and I think this is a huge red flag. Huge. Big red flag. Out the door. See you later. Sayonara. When they're disrespectful to their parents. Oh, can we add in on that one? Disrespectful to people in the public service um, and like waiting staff or in retail or whatever. People who are disrespectful. Yeah. I got my, I've got my own little thing, thing about this. Go on. So... When you notice someone is disrespectful to like a waiter or a waitress or someone that works in retail, when you think about it, these people have no impact on your life. Okay. Okay. They're non-playable characters. They're NPCs. Yep. They're not technically directly impacting your life other than for that brief moment in time. Yep. So if you're horrible to them, that just shows what you are at your core. Yeah. So anyone who is horrible to that oh, kind of person. Oh, I felt that one. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> you, you... Your go-to characteristic yeah. is that. Yeah. If yeah. you're a kind person, you, or you can have a laugh or a joke, or if you can make a terrible dad joke and get the old nod and the wink and the <laughs> laugh and like, oh, though you know the typical dad joke when they come up and go, is everything fine in the place? And to go, oh, it was it was the, the horrible, oh, not terrible, <laughs> like 
still as much as it's a joke it shows your go-to characteristic of that yeah. dad is yeah. laughing joking messing yeah then that's a good sign but if someone is automatically negative towards these people you're mm-hmm. just like why why do you have to be horrible they have no impact on your life the one with family is more sinister in the sense that when you think about someone's relationship with their family if when you're around them, all they are is negative with their family and they're shouting and yelling or arguing or giving out about them constantly. Okay, fair enough. There's going to be some family dynamics where that person can still technically be in the right. But if it's constant and you don't understand why they're so hostile towards them, this is how they treat the people closest to them. Yeah. And if you are thinking about being in a long-term relationship with that person, that's how they're going to treat you eventually as well. Yeah. So it's like, ooh. And I have to say, I relate to that one so much because I was with a guy in the past where he was just so fucking cutthroat with his mom and it genuinely grind my fucking gears where it's I'm like, will you stop speaking to your mom like that? And I'm just like, at the time, it was like he was like that with his mom and he was like really, really nice to me and stuff like that. But over time, like what you just said, as time went on, I'm just like, oh, wow, I'm getting the same treatment now. Yeah. And it just happens so gradually. Whereas I'm like, holy shit, if you see that they're being disrespectful to, like what you just said, to a family member, fucking friends, anybody in the public eye. It's a major massive. get out now. Get out now. Oh. Do not be with that person. You've been warned. <laughs> Next one is being secretive on the little things. What do you mean by little things now? Um, Like, I don't know, just being secretive in general. Yeah, but we'll have to respond. Fucking Kim Impossible. I don't, I don't know. Just I, don't being, know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that one. Some people you can... are secretive in general, though. No, but like there's being private and okay. then there's being secretive. If that makes any sense. Being secretive as... All right, okay. I'm going to give you an example as what I'm picturing as secretive. Yeah, and, going, and And I would say Again, this I'm saying flag, these right? to get your opinion. So let's say... Let's say for argument's sake that... We w- I woke up early one morning, left the cabin, went off in the car somewhere and then disappeared for two, three hours, came back. You woke up and you were like, oh, where were you? And I was like, nowhere, does it matter? That, I'd be like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's suspicious. <laughs> that's very specific. Like. Why do you think I wake up so early in the morning? <laughs> where the fuck do you go this morning? I creep back in so that you don't hear me. <laughs> then there's no questions. <laughs> I'm off doing secret Russian spice stuff. No, but I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. But <laughs> just being secretive in general, as in like. Well, that would be my interpretation. Like kind of like, I don't know. That would be my interpretation of kind of secretive, where like it's stuff where you're like, why are you keeping that secret? You don't need to keep that secret. Hmm. Like, I'd probably be like, oh, I went off for a walk somewhere. And you'd be like, okay, fine. Yeah. Um, whereas if I was like, doesn't matter. You don't need to know. You yeah. weren't there. I'd be like, why are you hiding from me, you <laughs> snake? Why are you hiding? Give me the information. Pulls out a Glock. Stop it. Get some help. All right. Next one I have is, they demand to see your phone or social media. Massive red flag. Huge red flag. Yeah. Huge. I think it goes hand in hand though, right? Because I know this. <laughs> it's so funny that I know someone who does this. Oh, God. With all of her boyfriends, or at least up to her more recent one anyway, where she would check their phones and like would sneak onto their phone and stuff. And almost every time, and this was her excuse for doing it every time, she was like, every time I've gone on, I've found something in his messages. And I was like, is it breakup worthy? 
And she's like, no, but I have found stuff. Well, if you're not going to break up with him, why are you checking the phone? So right now, she checked the phone, find something, but continue to be with him. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, you found stuff, so why not break up with him? Yeah. And then... And I'd be like, and also, do you not find the fact that you're going onto the phone, red flag? And she's like, yeah, but I'm a crazy bitch, so I'm allowed to do that. And I'm like, oh, she, she, that's oh, not, she, a, like, she, that's not she how it works. Openly call herself crazy. Yeah. So like, she's all, she openly calls herself crazy, and she openly admitted that she also got herself into like bad relationships. Like she knew she was going out with bad people. Oh, for fuck's sake! So I was like, what are you doing? You're asking for problems. Yeah, like. You're asking for problems. And then she, like, when they break up, would be like, why, why can't I find a nice guy? Because you're going for the dodgy lads, like. Yeah. You yeah, know what you land when you start, sh- like walking straight into the fire. And oh, yeah. So, but like, yeah, she would like go out and find stuff, and I'm just like, what are you, what are you doing? What yeah. are you doing? I just think that's a massive red flag. The fact that like checking someone's checking phone. their phones or their social media or something like that. I'm like, you have to have that level of privacy, but as well, if you don't trust the person, you shouldn't be with them. Yeah. But point blank, if you don't, at the end of the day, that shows straight away. If you're so, if you're wanting to look at their phones or anything like that. I'm like, which you clearly how, don't trust that person. How bad would you feel if you checked her phone and there was nothing there? Then you'd be like, oh my God. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, you have to, if you don't, that's your gut. If you if you have that urge to be like, oh, I wonder what's on his phone or I wonder what's on her phone or what's she looking at, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, and also, well, that's your gut telling you, you don't trust that person. Here's the other question then as well. What if you find something that you're like, yeah, I need to confront them and break up with them. Then you have to also be like, I checked your, your phone. phone. Yeah. I didn't know. I've never been bothered about checking someone's phone. Same. It's like you said, if you trust someone, you're like, right, look, whatever. Like Exactly. You have to does, have that level of trust. I do like. understand the concern though, where like if they're constantly on their phone around you, mm. but then when you're separated and you can't get in contact with them, you're like, who so are you talking to? Funny enough that you just said that because that's actually one thing I have listed here. So I'm going to just run down to it because you've mentioned it and might as well fucking mention it. Always on the phone when you're together, but too busy to reply when you're not. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I find, obviously, like, as I've just said, like, if they're constantly on the phone around you, messaging in WhatsApp or whatever, and you're kind of going, who are you messaging or whatever? You're kind of like, whatever. And, like, obviously, people have their family WhatsApps or they've got sports groups that they're part of, and there's an understanding that they're going to be messaging in response to that. Yeah. Or even the lifestyle that we live a little bit where you're on social media because you're posting or whatever, but we're not mad hectic on it. You're responding to a DM to do with some sort of business that's coming up. Yeah. There's an understanding that people are going to be busy, but it's like if they've got no reason for not responding to you, mm. then you kind of go, what is, what is taking the delay? Yeah, that's Why? what I would be like. I'm like, you're constantly on your phone when we're together. But funny enough, you don't yeah. have the time to reply and to I'm me And I'm not when talking not about, together. like, if someone's at work. If someone's at work and you've messaged them and they take four or five hours to respond. It's like, that's well, different. That's different. You're They're in at work. work. Like, I wouldn't yeah. be getting all up in their grill going, why ain't you respond to me? <laughs> why are you, who are you talking to? <laughs> I wouldn't go all sassing yeah. straight away. But, like, you'd have to have that understanding. But, like, if they were like, oh, yeah, I'm just chilling at home, watching TV. And then, and then they don't hear. And you're kind of going, "What's going on?" Like, yeah. you know me. If I don't respond for two or three hours when we're watching TV or something like that, it's because I've probably Fall fallen asleep. asleep. <laughs> yeah, not straight away. Your concern isn't with other women. Your yeah. concern is that I've gone into a coma. That's what you need yeah. to worry about. I literally, I literally <laughs> just know at this stage. If I don't hear from Tiger at like a certain point in my, I know in my head, I'm like, if I don't hear from like an hour, two hours, I'm like, yeah, he's after falling asleep. So I'd be like, nah, I love you. Talk to you tomorrow. That I message normally even. wakes me up and I go, yeah. oh, Jesus, I've woken up and on the sofa time drool I, half and that, across right? my face. And it's actually, and I don't, I don't know if you've even noticed that, because I know 
if I message him a goodnight message and I know he's fallen asleep, I know that message is going to wake him up. So sometimes I actually have stopped messaging him at nighttime because I'm like, I don't want to wake him up. I would generally, if that message is sent, if I haven't like responded at like half nine, ten o'clock, I'll probably fell asleep on the sofa because so I kind of <laughs> need that message to wake me up. <laughs> yeah. So I actually go to bed rather than falling asleep on the sofa, waking, waking up, up at like, like four <laughs> in the morning going, Jesus, what day of the week is it? Right. The next one I have for you is they guilt trip you a lot. Oh, yeah. That's a red flag. Especially if it's guilt tripping about small stuff. Mm. And you're like, really? Really? I'm I'm not going to divulge too much about past relationships, but there's one that I got guilt tripped before and I was like, seriously, is this is this what you're giving out to me about? But guilt tripping in what way? As in guilt tripping that you feel bad for her? Or guilt tripping that you just guilt, feel bad about. I suppose guilt tripping or giving out about stuff that you're like, is that really what you're giving out to me about? Like, okay. uh, I got given out before about how I held a suitcase as I carried it down the stairs. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> what? Mm. That's not funny. I don't want to. I don't want to go into That's too much detail hilarious. about the whole thing because it's one thing I genuinely don't like talking about exes and relationships because I'm like, I don't want to talk shit about someone. That I cared about quite a bit, but like at the same time, that was genuinely one before. For the way you held a suitcase. For a way that I was carrying her suitcase down from where we were to a car. What were you doing? Smacking it off walls or something? No, I was holding <laughs> it by the top handle rather than the side handle. Or <laughs> vice versa. I can't remember. Ah, lad, seriously. Yeah, and I genuinely, I was like, at the end of it, I was like, I would, do you know what? I would have got the suitcase and fucking flung it out the door. Yeah. Carry it yourself. I don't want to go into too much detail about the time because it, it was a strange, bad morning, but it was one of those ones where, yeah, it, it was it, it, it was mentioned afterwards. Okay. There's more to that story. I'll tell you in a different time. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you when we're not recording a podcast. Right, okay. Right, next one we have is make you feel stupid or bad about yourself. Yeah. I think anyone so who in a sense it'd be kind of like belittling you. yeah yeah but like belittling you someone who constantly belittles yeah and puts you like, down I don't, I don't need that yeah the, the person that right there I think is not it, it's a red flag but it's such a fucking toxic trait I think that's someone again who come is trying to uh, like manipulate yeah and mm. gaslight yeah and make you feel worthless so that you don't feel like you can go to someone else yeah they're trying to trap you into that relationship. And it's you know what? Nice. There's a saying, hurt people hurt people. Hurt, yeah, that they're already hurting. They're already sort of hurt. Way, so, so it's like, hurt you they're, you. they want to hurt other people they're, because they feel so shitty about move. themselves. It's like they just portray the feelings that they have themselves about themselves. They'll portray it onto someone else. So it's like, well, if I'm feeling shitty about myself, I want you to feel shitty about yourself. Yeah. I think that's absolutely disgraceful. Mm. You should be, like, especially in a relationship, you should be uplifting each other and you should be you know, like m- if like it should be a fifty-fifty thing, where it's kind of like you need to like remind. Like at the end of the day, you're gonna have bad days, like what we just established a few minutes ago. You're gonna have days where you don't feel like motivated, you don't feel good about yourself, and it is nice to have like that other person in your life to be like, you know what, like you're you're not that like you might feel bad about yourself today, but mm. just you're not those you're not those things. I think, and there's gotta be a big subtle difference as well between when you do stupid things and people can laugh at you and you can laugh with them or there's a laugh about the stupid thing. Yeah. Rather than someone being blunt and nasty and calling you stupid. Yeah. Do you know? 
Yeah. Like if I fell over inside in the house, I would be hoping you are wetting yourself laughing at me. I'd be hoping you'd be doing that little. I have often done that. I think I'd, I'd hope that you'd do that, that little, you're holding in the laugh, going, coming up going, you're right there. You're right. And you're waiting for me to go, yeah, I'm fine to go. Ah, you fucking idiot. That's what I'd be waiting I'm for. I'm laughing because <laughs> I'm not going to say it because I can't. I can't say it on the podcast. You can. I know exactly what you're going to talk about. You can say some of it. There, there was a stage where I was being stupid inside in the kitchen, trying to do some sort of jokey, seductive dance, and I ended up whacking my head off of the, the oven, oven door, door, which was was it open at the time or yeah. something? I can't remember. No, I no, absolutely so the door, tomped the my oven head. Door was closed, right? The oven door was closed, and whatever way he kind of like went down. And then I went to come back <laughs> and absolutely whacked his whole head. <laughs> I think, I don't know if anyone's ever watched The Longest Yard, but there's a part of it, the scene oh where God. this old woman is like trying to seduce Adam oh, Sandler Jesus and she's Christ. going, chew it, chew it, chew it. <laughs> doing like pretending to be seduced. Or, well, she's thinking she's being seducted. I was pretending when I was doing it, but. I don't oh know what God. I did and I did I pretend to drop something and like pick it up seductively, <laughs> whacks the head and just like falls over going, oh God, man. <laughs> and it was one of those moments, right? Where religion type just said there a second ago. It's like when <laughs> you see the other person like hurt themselves and you're kind of going. You have to hold it in just long enough to check if they're okay. Yes, yeah, so I, I started <laughs> there I was absolutely dying the, the top lip starts going you're gonna go <laughs> ooh, ooh. Ooh. You, <laughs> you okay are you alright there you all I can hear I'm gonna get the just all I can hear is like I'm like Tiger you alright and he's like yeah and grand well I just fell to the fucking floor absolutely cr- I think I, I laughed about that for three days afterwards mm. it was the funniest thing ever well, I'm glad you find me so entertained oh, <laughs> right next one is not wanting to make the relationship public. Okay, right. Now, there is a double-edged sword with this one because I think I think a lot of the times you could look at that and you kind of go, well, if a celebrity, if it's a celebrity or someone who's in the public eye and they're dating a normal person, mm. I can understand why they don't want to make it so public because you're kind of going, my partner didn't sign up for yeah. this life. Yep. And you can kind of go, so... In that sense, I want to respect their privacy. Of course. Being public, but also being private at the same time. And you're kind of going, that's understandable. Whereas if someone's like, oh, we're going out now, but I don't think we should tell my friends or we shouldn't tell the family or that kind of thing. Yeah. That's where I'm like, red flag. Yeah. Red flag. I think, you know, like I've I've talked about our relationship quite a bit. And like, I, I haven't really put out on social media anywhere about it yet because I'm still like, I like, the fact that we have our relationship and obviously we have our podcasts and stuff and our relationship is put out there but I like the fact that we still have an element of privacy mm. at the same time and yep. like there's going to be a lot of stuff about our relationship that would probably go on my private Instagram page that I wouldn't put on our public one because I don't know I don't know there's a certain element of 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 intimacy that I'm like I'm okay with that being shared with my family and friends yeah more so than the rest than of the, the world. strangers on social if media. If that kind of makes sense. Yeah, no, but that's... someone... And as well, I think you have to take into consideration as well, you will ha- you have to remember as well, like, as in, like, say with me and you, I know that you're... I know that you're that kind of person. So, like, 
I get it. So I'm like, it doesn't bother me that mm. you don't post stuff on social media. I'm the same media. with my family as well. I don't put my family yeah. out there. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I, as what I'm trying to say is here, like if you're in a relationship with someone, you have to respect that other person to be like, you might be that kind of person that posts uh, like stuff on social media and wants to like share it with the world and stuff like that. But you have to also respect the other person's decision to be like, well, I'm not that kind of person. It's not that I'm like mm. hiding you from the world, but it's like, I want to keep that level of privacy to myself. And I think that is super important. You have to respect the other person's decision to do so. Yeah. I think it's more of a red flag as well. If you see like moving away from the social media stuff where people hide the relationship or like, if you're out together in public and you bump into someone and they, they're like, oh, hey, this is my, uh, this is, and then they just say the name rather going, oh, this is my girlfriend. They just yeah. kind of, they just jump to the name. And I can, I understand there's that aspect just before the relationship, before the whole, so what are we kind of conversation. Mm. But like when you've just started dating, there can be that moment where you don't say this is my partner or this. But the that's fine because you're not together yeah. together. And it normally leads to a conversation going, so what are we? But yeah. When you are dating, when you when you have said, yeah, we're we're exclusive, we're in a relationship, whatever. If they don't introduce you, you're kind of going, well, you know, why why you why you ashamed of? of but it's not that. even like why you're or ashamed, why you but you it? would feel, yeah, you would feel kind of like you you'd be concerned and been like, do you not want people to know that we're together, kind of thing, like. But mm. anyway, anyway, another red, a red flag for me on a date, right? And this on is a very date. Sp- on a date, right? Okay. Obvious, I'm I'm chivalrous when it comes to it. Like first day, if or second day or whatever day it is, first time you're going for dinner, mm. right? Immediately, the man should offer to pay. Yeah. Right. If she doesn't offer to go halves, that's a red flag for me. Okay. Right. My my reason why is I'm trying to think back if I offered. <laughs> this is but this is it, right? There's no, a, I did, I did. Right, there's an expectation, and there should be this little, a tiny little back and forth. It shouldn't be made a big deal, but it should, in my opinion, should go. Uh, waiter comes along with the bill. Man puts out his credit card or debit card and goes, oh, "I'll pay for that." Girl yep. goes, "Oh no, I'll g- let me get half." And he goes, "No, no, I've got this. Yeah. If you're interested, though, you can buy a round of drinks." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. And that should be it. That's, there shouldn't that's be the g- shouldn't be the girl putting up her going, "No, I'm paying half mm. because we're both here." Like, yeah. no, no. Let the man pay there if he's offering, Let and you it. offered, and he's going, no, that's fine. Don't and he do, and the guy likewise doesn't be like, I'm paying this, I'm paying this, I got this. Yeah. Okay, I don't know why I keep going for uh, like American. <laughs> yeah, I'm loving the accent like okay. interpretations. <laughs> I just don't know. I, I, loud Irish people doing that doesn't. I, I've never seen it in a restaurant, so I don't know how. But I've seen it in American TV shows. So right. I'm going okay. For it. Whereas like like it should just be subtle and also gives a guy an opportunity to go. But if you want to continue this and you want to buy a drink afterwards, let's go to a bar afterwards. Yeah. I think that's subtle. It's smooth. Everyone wins. Yeah, it's a win-win situation. Because then you also find out if the girl is actually interested in going for a drink afterwards. Clever. There you go. So that's yeah. my little red flag. If they don't offer to pay, if there's just that assumption that, that you're going to foot the entire that's, bill. That's what I was talking about. This whole thing of assuming because he's the guy, he has to do yeah. it. That genuinely annoys me. Mm-hmm. It has to be. You have to be willing to meet that person halfway if he's you know treating you well you he should be treated well too point blank and it's like i don't know what as well it's like it annoys me it's like oh when th- especially when it comes to dates and stuff like that or whatnot it's like oh only lads can do that for girls i'm sorry no 
like you can do that for the guy as well you can take him out to dinner you can take him to the cinema stuff like that you can pay for lunch or whatnot like i don't think it's okay for the women to just assume that it's the man's job to you know stick the hand in the pocket anyway moving on next one i have is inconsistency Okay, what do you mean by inconsistency? So in what sense? Effort-wise, not consistent with, you know, maybe wanting to see each other or putting in the same amount of effort, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, putting out a, what you're getting. It's an back. interesting one. I think for me, when I think of inconsistency and as a red flag, it's like when they message you loads for one day and then they Ghost, stop yeah. for like a week. Yeah, and then suddenly they're back in their in your life. If if it's every Friday night, so yeah. they just make a reappearance. Reappearance. It's, it's like, like, oh, you want me now? It's like it's like Jesus rising from the dead. They just, they disappear for <laughs> yeah. three days and then they're back again. Yeah, like I just that kind of thing. That's where I'm like, that's inconsistent, and more so, I feel like that's like them almost looking like for a booty call kind of thing. Yeah, that that Friday night message of, hey, you up? You out? You out? Want to come over? That's Free a house flag. They, crack, they, yeah. they don't respect your your boundaries really there. But they don't value you as a person. Yeah, and as they're a not whole. looking for something in the long term. Yeah. So that would be my opinion of inconsistency. But I get what you mean with the lack of effort thing. Yeah. I think a lot of girls see that with lads as well. It's probably more female towards male where they mm. see the lack of effort in terms of doing things, wanting to go on dates and being proactive with seeing each other, even if yeah. it's nothing expensive. I think girls can see that more. Or just the want to see the other person, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like if you are... You know, if the girl is like saying like, oh, let's go here this weekend or do you want to just meet up this weekend or whatnot? And they're kind of like, nah, maybe mm. if I'm free, that kind of attitude. I also see the other side of it where someone wants to see you too much and there's over effort where they're like, they want yeah. to see you every day, 24 seven. You're yeah, just yeah. like, I need some space. space yeah. You know, I also had a life before we met. I always think of like people and relationships like it's like jigsaw puzzles mm. you're your own two puzzle pieces with your own pieces that are sticking out other ways yeah. so your family your friends your hobbies your yeah. work etc you should be able to fit into each other you shouldn't have to be cutting, cutting off parts off. of you to yes 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 you know? That's I just definitely agree with that right the next one i have is lying yeah it's bad isn't it <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's pretty black and white like like yeah. that's the biggest red flag ever yeah, especially if they're if they're blunt liars to your face. Yeah. There's, do you know what? Oh my god! Do you know what is so? I won't say fun because it's obviously not a fun scenario to be in. But like when you know someone is lying, lying. To you, it's not even a case of like you think, but you're I know not this sure. Is weird, but I fucking love catching. When liars you place. know someone is blatantly lying, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna just let them walk themselves. They're gonna just keep digging a hole. Yeah. They're gonna keep digging a hole. The worst part though is when they're so good at lying that you're like. You Am can't I wrong? Yeah, you can't oh. figure it out. You're like, oh. yeah. yeah. Catching no, someone out on a lie, though, is a like great feeling, yeah. lads. Great Our, feeling. Oh, just, yeah. But yeah, lying, massive red flag. Massive red flag. Next one I have is, can give banter, but can't take it. Oh, my God. This is my pet peeve when it comes to kids in school. Oh. Sorry, there's so many kids that, like, make comments towards other people or make jokes about other people and try and, like, Make them feel bad in school. And then when and someone as retaliates. soon as someone gives it back, boom. Oh, well, straight to the teacher. This is, this is I'm like, yeah, well, you've been calling them or whatever for the last two yeah. weeks. So shut up and take the punishment. Like, yeah. If you, you ask can't it, give, like, if you can't take what you're given, yeah. then stop shoveling it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Wake yeah. up and smell what you're shoveling. Yeah. This is what you're giving out. Yeah, Get used that, to it. that genuinely bugs me. Like, if you can't, oh, can't dish. What was it? You can't dish, you can't. I can't remember what the fuck I'm saying is. 
Do you know what? All right. Sometimes I feel bad. You can dish, but you can't take. Sorry. Yeah. I had to get that out. Sometimes I feel like a bad teacher for when it happens, though. Like when like a kid, like, like some, you have to allow a certain amount of banter inside in the class. And you have to allow certain people to say certain things or that kind of allowance that kids should be allowed to interact. Yeah. And you kind of want to make them tougher as well mm. at times. Obviously, you're not going to let everything go before anyone's like, oh, my God, what kind of chaos has happened in his classroom? But like you kind of have to at times when they come to you saying this person said this thing about me and then you go okay why did they say that and then they say well i did i said this then go all right well that's why they said it and they go <laughs> you're not going to do anything about it and be like nope. well okay that's pull them up right you said that about them yeah they said this about me okay well there you go they've said it to your face now as well and they go well what, what, what i'm like yeah you started it yeah. What did you expect? No repercussions. Mm. Like they've said that back to you. Yeah. So we can either both get in trouble or we can forget about this and then you both learn that you shouldn't say something about them. Mm. We're going to be adults about this or do you want him to be in trouble and you also get in trouble? Yeah. Do you know? So it's interesting. I just, yeah, I've, I know so many people growing up as well. There was kids I was in school with that would do that the whole time. I'd be like, ah, shut up. <laughs> The last one I have, right? <laughs> last one I have, I don't think it's a red flag, but I've seen this put down as a red flag and I just found it so fucking funny. When they get a fresh haircut and they don't compliment it or notice. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to say that that is put in there intentionally because I've definitely missed when you've had a haircut. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. Men are not good at noticing haircuts. I just, no. Genuinely, I, I think found it so funny that was listed as a red flag. I would pay good money, and so many men out there would pay good <laughs> money, right? If at a woman's hair salon there was someone who was in charge of finding out who that person's partner was, maybe it's like when they're chatting, they're like, "Oh, so how's your relationship going?" Whatever that hairdresser, right? When they find out if they're in a relationship, they Instagram or text or something <laughs> the partner going. By the way, your partner has come in for their their, their <laughs> yeah. quarterly haircut of the year. Yeah. They've done this, this and this. They've gotten a new colour in. They've shortened it or they've layered it or they whatever. Whatever the terms are for women's haircuts. They've done these things. Okay. Yeah. I would pay good money if your hairdresser sent me a message like that. <laughs> so if Chelsea's hairdresser is out there, please next time she comes in send me this message i won't be i will i will i would you know what i will do a free ad for your your hair salon (laughs) if you do that but you know what i find so funny about that one is because this is for men and women in general right i always find men now the only reason i'm noticing this is because i have brothers and i've been there many times right but when men get a fresh like fade Fresh it's drastic. Cut. You notice it. Right, no, but you come home and you're like, well, what do you think of the fresh face? Oh, we do say, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're right. like, look at my head, it looks great. This like, is the best my face and head has ever looked. Straight away, <laughs> the men are like straight away kind of like trying to get your attention. Like, well, what do you think of the fresh face? Whereas a woman will say nothing. She'll be like, I'm just going to wait for him now to see if he'll notice my haircut. The women will say nothing and then be like, in a sh- I'm just saying this because... I'm a woman and I know what we're like. Women will say nothing and then go into an absolute shrap and be like, can't believe you didn't notice when you were here. <laughs> the women thing are is, right, This is the thing when it comes to haircuts as well. Like men could pay 10 euro and get a ridiculous haircut where they've like, it's gone from this big mass of ridiculous floppy oak on their head to perfect, fade, trim, mm. beautiful, short back and sides, whatever. And you, if you were going to sit there and say women... It. Women's hair don't change. 
If you're going to sit there and say that women pay good money to get their hair done and not exchange. Not that there's nothing changed, but like, like they they go in and unless there's a colour done to it or there's something dramatic or drastic done, like <laughs> men aren't going to notice if there's an inch missing. <laughs> yeah. Men spend years adding inches onto stuff and pretending <laughs> that there's extra inches there. We won't notice if there's an inch less. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm just saying, funny. like, we're not gonna we're not gonna notice that you lost half half, half an, an inch. inch at the bottom and <laughs> you got rid of all of your split ends. <laughs> we don't know layers. that. Men don't even men don't even know that they've got split ends at times. Do you know? Like it's just one of those things. We, we're not, I just yeah. thought I found that one way too fucking funny. I have to throw that one yeah. in there because that's like, not a red flag. No, it's not a red flag. Not but even I just close. found it funny that it was classed as a red flag. Yeah, that's what I had to put in there. Right, folks. So if you've made it all the way to the end of this episode, I'm pretty sure that counts as a red flag. <laughs> But we appreciate you. Yeah. And we hope you've enjoyed it. And I hope that you're not going to go looking through your, your boyfriend or girlfriend's phone now after this as well. <laughs> then we've had, we'll have people going, um, maybe I should check his phone. And actually tell us <laughs> what, what red flags you have. We might not have mentioned them. But lovely people we interviewed might not have mentioned them. So yeah. let us know what red flags you have. And what would you would class as a red flag. And next week's episode, we're going to be talking about icks as well oh, so oh, lads i'm excited for this one if you've got any icks you can tell us about those as well if you'd like to hear even more from us you can go and check out our patreon podcast that we have coming out every monday that's right and in our previous podcast to this we have talked about our relationships and first date experiences bad first dates mostly yeah mostly bad you're gonna want to if you yeah yeah so you can find a link to our patreon in our bio as well yeah it's only Six euro a month, lads, for four extra episodes. I mean, you can't go wrong. That's all I'm saying. You can't go wrong. But that's it from us this week, lads. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we will chat you again next week. See you later, daters. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.